Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show. We welcome Titan FC Flyaway Champion Juan Lead Feather Puerta and one of the one half of the owners of Art in Motion Apparel, Sergio. Coming up next on the Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go. Fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go. Glide. Go. We're going. Glide. GNC. We're going. Tell me. Go. Control. Go. 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 We are going. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone, to the Roman Show. Uh, we got a stacked program for you today. Uh, we have the Titan FC Flyweight Champion, Juan Puerta, uh, in just a few. Followed by Sergio uh, Rafael of Art in Motion Apparel. Uh, they're the ones who created the apparel uh, and walkout gear for the Titan FC fighters that uh, debuted last time around. Uh, we are in June, so that was uh, in April. In April, that's when Titan FC uh, released information that they were teaming up with Art in Motion to be. One of the first, or if not the first, regional promotion to have uniforms for their fighters. Uh, they have rush guards, they have t-shirts, they got sports bars and a whole bunch of things. And uh, But, but there's, there's a meaning behind the whole art of motion. A little something behind it. And Sergio will explain it to us later here on the program. But listen, we want you to go ahead and visit collarandelbowbrand.com. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Get yourself a nice t-shirt there, good quality, great design, and this is not your typical pro wrestling t-shirt. Trust me when I tell you this. Visit CollarNoblebrand.com right now and use that promo code, The Roman Show. And you have to get the funk off your junk. Visit BallWash.com. BallWash.com. Ballsy, I got to tell you, the greatest thing for men out there right now. It definitely gets that funk off your junk. I'm talking about your boys down there. No more smells, guys. Right before you're going to get down and dirty, you don't have to worry about it because it's going to be fresh and so clean once you get to work. All you have to do is put on a little ball wash and you'll be smelling like roses. Makes a great gift, too. Head on over to ballwash.com. Use the promo code ROMAN. That's Roman to get a percentage off your purchase. And visit our website, theromanshow.com, for more information as far as past interviews and podcasts and articles and a whole lot more. And of course, always active on our socials at The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook. By the way, we gave away free tickets for Blueprint. I heard that it was a great show, sold out. Congrats to the guys at Blueprint. We make sure that uh, we'll be at the next show. Looking forward to attend that one when they release information about that upcoming event. 
Of course, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, including Titan FC that takes place this Friday at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. You got the amateur show PFL July 6th. Uh, unfortunately, I, I won't be able to make it out to that event and uh, ring announcement. My good friend Robert Johnson will be stepping in for me. But uh, the Roman show will be traveling, will be in Asia. This time we're heading to China, China and Japan. So keep your eyes locked into our socials. You'll be getting some really cool, neat stuff from the Western Hemisphere as the Roman show once again Travels to Asia. And we got some uh, very, very exclusive interviews you don't want to miss. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube account. That's youtube.com forward slash Roman0201. All right, let's get things into gear. And let's talk some pro wrestling in Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a... Boy, oh boy, well, Stopping Grounds took place this past week, and overall, I would say it was a pretty decent show, especially those first few fights. You had the the, the, the uh, Kevin Owens match, teaming up with uh, Sami Zayn versus The New Day. You had the Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan tag match with Heavy Machinery. Uh, I have to tell you, great matchups. Those two tag matches definitely, in my opinion, stole the show. And we can't forget about Ricochet and Samoa Joe. That match. we And we have a new U.S. champion, that is Ricochet. And I have to tell you that, for the most part, this pay-per-view was pretty exciting. I know that many people on the internet would have said because of the surprise referee which turned out to be Lacey Evans. But it all makes sense because on SmackDown, it was revealed that Corbin and Lacey will be teaming up against Seth Rollins and Becky, which makes perfect sense. A mixed tag match at Extreme Rules with the stipulation that if the... Seth Rollins and let Becky Lynch win, then these both of these guys, Van Corbin and Lacey Evans, will not have an opportunity to take on either one of these guys ever again. And we saw this coming a very long time ago. I mean, it was just a matter of time until we saw that happen. So, there we go. We're going to get this mixed tag match. Coming up at Extreme Rules in July. Made perfect sense. Perfect sense to have that. And I see now why they end up doing what they did with having Lacey Evans as the guest referee. It all makes sense, guys. All about the storylines. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. So it all makes sense. Now, many people were complaining prior to this about low ticket sales and there was a report that less than 5,000 tickets were actually purchased for this event and that there were tarps and everything covering to make sure that people weren't notified seen on TV that there was no one in attendance but I have to tell you everyone has been 
you know, up in arms and talking so well about AEW with their previous show and the show before, which wasn't really technically AEW. It was all Elite or Cody and his boys putting a pay-per-view together. But it sold out in minutes. But Friday Fest, which takes place this weekend, you're going to have some matches there with MJF and uh, Adam Page and Cody Rhodes. But that show's not sold out. Uh, then you have the other show that's coming up very soon in July. That show is not sold out. That That's going to be taking place in, uh, in Jacksonville, actually. It's uh, a show that all the proceeds will be going to charity. But that show's not sold out. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Now, yes, the, the Chicago show, All Out, will be, or it is, a sold, so it is sold out. But again, these two shows are not. So I know everyone loves to pick on the WWE, that the product stinks and so forth, which I have to say, ever since last Monday, the wrestling has been a lot better on the programs. Let's, let's just be honest. Don't hate. They're getting a little better and they realize it. And in fact, Stephanie McMahon was interviewed recently and was asked, hey, what does it mean now that AEW is part of this whole wrestling business? And she said, listen, it's going to take the best out of us, which little by little we are seeing that. Of course, WWE still has their fair share as entertainment. That's what they are known for, sports entertainment. But let's face it, those matches on Stomping Ground... Some of the matches that we've seen on Monday Night Raw, look at the, the elimination uh, eight-man tag match. That was pretty fun. That was interact. That was athletic. They had a little bit of everything. So why is everyone just jumping ship and thinking that AEW is this greatest thing that man has ever created? Don't quit on WWE's product. Now, if you don't like it, fine. But don't go ahead and bash it every single minute. Just turn it off. And let's face it, AEW, with all due respect, I mean, other than the Cody Rhodes and Dustin Ronalds, the Lucha Brothers, and the Young Bucks, and then Kenny and Jericho, but other than that, that the rest of the matches were okay. But it's nothing to, to be head over heels over. That's just my opinion, especially that battle roller they had in the beginning, where you had a guy who had his hands stuck in his in his pockets and, and phantom kicks uh, orange cassidy i wasn't amused I'll, I'll be honest those last three matches were great but that one eh. so don't don't quit and, and, and remember this is all going to be great for wrestling that means that people are throwing money into pro wrestling they believe in it Therefore, we as fans will benefit from it because we'll see great products. We'll see great wrestling. If you don't agree, send me an email, info at theromanshow.com. We'd like to hear your opinion or a tweet at the Roman Show. Love to hear your opinion, guys. And with Seth Rollins once again defeating Baron Corbin and keeping his universal title, it seems that more and more and more they are hyping him and building him up to be the face of the WWE. In fact, he even granted 
a, uh, a make a wish. Therefore, little by little, they are making him to be the face. As he uh, provided some, or gave some gifts to chi- a child suffering from spina bifida. And he granted that wish. So, very nice of Ricochet. Very nice of the WWA, of Ricochet, uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, and the WWE. And speaking of Seth Rollins, there has been a little bit of a, well, Twitter beef, if you say, as Seth Rollins, prior to the pay-per-view, he tweeted, doubling down best pro wrestling on the planet to see that cruiserweight triple threat. That was the triple threat that opened up the stomping ground. And that's just one night, one match amongst the many. Find anyone else alive. Who does what I do as well as I do it as often as I do it? Yeah, I can't. WWE stomping grounds. That was the hashtag. WWE. Oh, sorry. Universal champion hashtag. And who responds? Well, it's the talent, Will Ospreay, who is a badass. And he tweeted, I'm alive. Now, Ospreay is all, pretty much wrestles overseas in Australia and Japan and, and Mexico. Um... And Seth Rollins replied saying, hey, we already get one. We already have one of you guys. And that is none other than our new U.S. champion, Ricochet. Boy, was that a, was that a slap to the face to uh, Will Ospreay. I mean, give this guy credit. Everybody's, you know, talking so well about AEW being the number one thing and blah, blah, blah. Hey, Seth Rollins is stepping up, being a soldier for his company, being loyal. Give the guy some credit. Give some credit credit is due. He loves his product. He loves his people. He loves his co-worker. And he believes in the brand. Stop hating. Alright, guys. This Friday, can't wait to get inside the cage. Titan FC 55 returns. I'll be ring announcing... And we have two title fights. That's right. You heard right. Two title fights. Juan Puerta will be putting up his flyweight championship against Claudio Ledzma. Ooh-wee. Remember, this is the first time that Puerta returns to action after he was scheduled to fight. But because they found some THC in his blood just literally, blood literally minutes before his fight. He was pulled off from the main card and he was unable to defend his title against Gustavo Ballar. Well, he gets his chance to defend his title again. Or actually, it's actually technically the first time. Uh, second time. Uh, that he puts that title there to defend. And he's going to get that opportunity to do so coming up this Friday. And then... We got Sergio Rafael. He is one half of the owners of Art in Motion. It is an apparel company that has a message and wants to deliver positivity to the world. Coming up next, Titan FC flyweight champion Juan Puerta and Sergio Rafael of Art in Motion Apparel. Come <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. Very pumped. We're days away from 
June 28th. That's the next Titan FC show at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale, live on UFC Fight Pass. And on the line, we have the Titan FC flyweight champion, Juan Leadfeather Puerta, who joins us here in the program. Always an honor to call this man inside the cage. Juan, what's going on? How are you feeling? feeling great man uh finishing up bike camp got a about a, another week and a half of hard training left and um man uh just super pumped ready to put on a show and it's been a long time coming man since the last show last march 15. you know since since that march 15th i remember going to the back and i remember seeing your your face that that mo- just moments away from your fight the commission uh pulls you because they found some discrepancies in your blood uh, as far as uh, uh, some issues that you had. That you, um, but nonetheless, I saw your face, man. I saw the uh, CEO's, Lex Man's face. Yes. Everyone, man, everyone. Your, your opponent, of course. But what, what was going through your mind? I mean, how, how did you deal with that? All that training and everything, it just comes down to, to the fight just minutes away and they pulled you out. And how, how, how did you deal with that and how are you dealing with it now? It's, it's more of an emotional thing than more than anything. Yeah. Man, it was it was heartbreaking. Um, it was it was my mistake, but um, to be pulled like five minutes right like fifth round in the co-main event, it was uh, when finding that out that I wasn't gonna be able to fight it was heartbreaking. Uh, you put a lot of work into it, but ultimately it was a mistake I made and I and I had to pay the consequences. But uh, it was hard at the time and felt like my my world was being pulled away from me. But but. Uh, I, you learn to be tough and get through it, and, and just and be a man. And I'm ready to prove it June 28th. But a uh, man, so the commission um, found a THC, or I, I, I failed for. I, they administered me a drug test about 30 minutes before the fight, and uh, I failed for for THC. And um, I've learned uh, to grow from it and man, change my uh, learn from my mistakes and change change my ways and. Um, uh, I've found other remedies, just uh, more natural remedies, I guess you would say. But, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm excited, excited to fight and um, prove to people that, that you can overcome these these obstacles and these these things in life. And uh, man, I'm excited. Well, Juan, correct me if I'm wrong. They they typically do those tests like the day before or a week before, and. We, we've seen it in in you know the UFC that like Nate Diaz you know he but he got busted with that but they they release it after the fight took place. Yeah, yeah, they, they so like most people are allowed to uh, most commissions would would have allowed me to fight, but uh, Florida is a zero tolerance. So uh, right when they saw that I had failed, they didn't want to let me fight. But and that's the I mean that's the way they deal with it, and I can't tell them how to do their job, but. Um, there's other ways to deal with it, but, but man, I, I'm not the one to tell them how, how to do it or or what needs to be done, you know. So I just got to make sure that I'm, I'm good on my end, you know. But, but yeah, yeah, so uh, I think nor- normally they can do it like the day before or something like that, but mine was, ended up being just 30 minutes before, man. <laughs> wow. Well, let's look at the positives, right? Uh, during that time, we didn't get to compete. But how, how about physically? Was that a plus? Because I know you, of course, you had trained very hard for for Eddie Ballard, but did you also take a little break as far as physically to prepare now for this June twenty eighth fight? Was that was that good for you physically? Man, uh, actually, um, I, I didn't take a uh, didn't take a break. You know, I trained really hard for Gustavo Ballard, but I just felt, I felt like I didn't get to um, 
to, to display my skills. So honestly, I took it somewhere else. And I, I put my energy into competing in jiu-jitsu and I uh, did my first IBJJF and competed as a brown belt and uh, ended up winning the tournament and beating a two-time world medalist in the first round and uh, was, the, uh, was the underdog, but ended up pulling that off and, and was really happy about my performance with jiu-jitsu. But um, uh, it, it actually ultimately set me up to get my black belt. So uh, I received my black belt about two weeks ago, and now I'm a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Ron Carnero. And man, uh, I feel like I'm a legit black belt. So uh, like I said, I was a, a six-year brown belt, five-year purple belt, four-year blue belt, so put my years in, and I put my work in, and, and uh, I mean, everything, everything happens for a reason, so I put it into positivity, and I'm, I'm going into this fight as a black belt in jiu-jitsu, and, and uh, I just can't wait to display my skills, man. Well, congrats on that, and you're talking about the Miami Open Jiu-Jitsu Tournament that took place here uh, in South Florida. Now, knowing now that you have that black belt, and we've known uh, your stand-up game is sharp, clean, very technical, Going in there knowing that you have this black belt now, do you feel yourself uh, using it a little more just to you know, feel a little more confident with it? I'm sure you felt confident already, but it gives you that extra umph as far as uh, playing your jiu-jitsu game inside the cage. Yeah, well, well honestly, like, man, you know, everyone knows. Uh, I think a lot of people know that my jiu-jitsu uh, is very good. Uh, I have nine finishes in my career by submission and one by knockout. So... If you go to the ground with me, you're most likely uh, going to be in some trouble. But um, uh, it's uh, so I've known. I, like I said, uh, I'm under Rome Carnero, and he doesn't give out just black belts. He makes people really earn it, really put their time into it. So uh, I I, uh, I knew that um, I know that I'm a legit black belt, and like going to that uh, uh, IBJJF tournament, I uh, was expecting the. I was a little nervous because I'm stepping into their game, but. But uh, I've done great, and um, I did great, and uh, beat a two-time world medalist, like I said. And, and um, but I got my hands full. I got my hands full June 28th because I'm actually uh, fighting a very good seasoned black belt in Claudio Ledesma, and I know he's going to be uh, reckon he's going to be very, very tough on the ground. So um, I'm excited. Man. Yeah, and speaking of uh, uh, Ledesma, this is a guy who has pretty much almost the same amount of fights as you. So what can you tell me about this guy? You've done your homework. You've studied some video. Um, he's had five consecutive decision victories uh, as he comes into uh, this flyweight uh, uh, title bout. Yeah, man. So I know, I know, I know, I know a lot about Lesterman. I know he knows a lot about me. We've been, we have, we're tw- plus twenty fight veterans. So we're 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 gonna have more than forty five fights going into uh, going into this this fight and. So um, he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, trains with a, an amazing team in New Jersey. Um, he's a great kicker. Um, and man, he's just well-rounded everywhere. Um, and uh, I, I just the one thing that I think he's lacking is he doesn't finish fights. He's a he's a decisionator. So um, I, I think the the one thing that I, I, I like to finish fights. I really um, I, the whole fight. You'll see it's 25 minutes. You're gonna see me trying to finish this fight. Um, I don't want it to go into the judges, and I think he, he's going to see that. And we've seen it. We see it last time around uh, when you knocked out uh, Eddie, Bal- Gustavo Eddie Bilar handing him his first loss with that knockout power. 
and then obviously uh, following it up in Kazakhstan. But not, Kazakhstan. Just, not just in that fight, even in, in my title fight. I, yep. I, I finished uh, Ashimov Kazbek yep. with a dark stroke. Um, and, uh, and like I said, man, I'm a finisher. I, every fight, I, like, maybe I, I finished two fights for Titan out of my three. And um, I've finished so many more before that. So, um, But if it goes to the ground, I'm looking for a finish. If I got to finish them on my feet, I will do that too. Well, you're on a winning streak. What do you What do you think that a, a, a defeat, defeating a Ledzman will put you? Do you think that we go to a UFC or a Bellator after this? Man, um, I, I don't want to uh, like look too far ahead, um, but but we, there's things in the works for me, and um, I just have to make sure that I, I keep my eye on Ledzma and and look for another finish. But I, I see myself. Uh, either going to 1FC or UFC and um, very soon and I just got to put on a great performance but um, uh, I'm happy that Dana White said that the flyweight division is staying alive after Cejudo mm-hmm. uh, won this weekend so it gives uh, the flyweight some some uh, some some, oath, some belief so I'm excited man now Dana White was in town the last time Titan FC had a had an event you weren't on the card, but did you manage to... I didn't get to see you at the Thailand Sea, but were you there? No, and did you man, get in? I just thought it would have just been better just uh, since what, what had happened to me. I had um, the uh, the hearing the next day. I just thought it would be better just to kind of stay away. I didn't... I mean, I can't I can't go up to Dana White and be like, hey, man, Titan FC champion that failed the drug test. So it was just, it was just a, a bitter, bitter moment for me, but... Um, my time is, is, this, is this time, so it's, it's, my time is June 28th, so um, the win this fight here, and then uh, I'd be like, yo, Dana, what's up? But um, gotta win fa- uh, I got to win, press people with a nice win. That's, that's what I got to do. If, if that issue wouldn't have happened, uh, were plans were that you would have been competing on that card that Dana White was, uh, wasn't here? Were, were there any plans of that? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, like, I, I'm always willing to fight. I would try to fight. I want to be as active as possible, and I, I would have tried to get on that card there. But uh, fortunately, things happened, and Ballard got signed with One FC, and, and he deserved the contract. I'm not, I'm not jealous or anything like that. Like, he did his job, and and uh, and was ready to fight. I was ready to fight too. It's just the problem is, is uh, I failed for THC. You know, it's, some people look down on that some people don't really care about that but um yeah so i mean um there's nothing i can do about the past anymore i just gotta worry about this this fight here in two weeks so out of all of this one thing i did notice is that relationship you have with the talent fc bossy old lex mcmahon and he was there during the whole uh the, the boxing commission here in your case tell me about the relationship man man uh I'm, for, I'm forever indebted to Lex McMahon. Uh, he has not only elevated my career, he stuck by my side uh, through the hard times. And and you really uh, see who's in your life and, and who sticks with you during the hard times. I've had personal relationships uh, destroyed because of, of what happened. And, and uh, unfortunately, uh, that that is the way it is, is. You grow up and you see who's really by your side. But uh, Lex is one of those people that has stuck by me and um and really uh uh um been been loyal to me and uh not only just loyal but he's helped out like i said elevate my career he's put me on uh 
uh, every time he's, he's told me he's going to put me on, he brought me to Kazakhstan to win his, uh, his the, the title at Flyweight. And, um, uh, man, all I can do for him now is just put on a great show on the 28th and, uh, and, and put on a great show for his great pr- promotion. That's it, man. But uh, Lexa Man is an awesome man and uh, uh, have nothing but great things to say about him. Well, one, I want to thank you for your time. Look forward to introducing you once again as a flyweight champion at the next Titan FC event, June 28th, as Juan Perto returns to the cage, ready for action live on UFC Fight Pass. Get your tickets right now. The event is at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Juan, thanks so much, man, and we'll catch you June 28th inside the cage. Lion right now we have surge of art in motion apparel i'm sure you've heard of this uh brand already they uh were featured on ufc fight pass part of this last titan sc show and by god i have to tell you that the quality of these t-shirts and apparel that they produce is just quite amazing it's not like the you know rinky dinky stuff that you tend to get sometimes uh at some of these stores this is long lasting uh, and good, great material, and it looks good on you. Whether you're a lady, whether you're a man, whether uh, you're a kid, heck, you're a grandma or grandpa. It's going to look good on you no matter what. So, Sergio, thanks so much for taking some time and speaking to us, man. Thank you for having me. It's a, pl- a pleasure, honestly. So, so, Sergio, tell me about this, because Titan FC was, per se, the first or one of the first uh, regional promotions, if you say, uh, if you will, that featured uniforms for their fighters just the same way as the UFC does. So this in itself uh, was monumental, per se. How did this whole thing get started? Yeah, and actually, uh, it, it happened a lot faster than, than we expected. To be honest. Like, honestly speaking, uh, we, we've been pushing for a long time to become uh, a known brand. Uh, we started small. It was basically an idea that my, my partner, uh, Leon Barrocas, Master Leon Barrocas, uh, had and and we just ran with it and we just I we have the factory and we have the knowledge you know him and I collectively between uh, combat sports and and apparel manufacturing have 20 plus years each so you know we we've, we've been doing this for a long time and just the timing was right and then, you know luckily through the relationships we built relatively quickly uh, Lex and his team gave us the opportunity to be the official provider of uh, all the fight apparel for Titan FC and uh, it happened and so now we're here and we couldn't be happier and we actually uh we we had started it was going to be a year and uh in our last meeting you know things went so well that uh lex basically asked us if we do it for guaranteed two years so so we'll be we'll be with uh tight fc for the next two years which we're thrilled about you see you got you know one thing the first thing that comes out when people see it on 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 the TV or on the streaming services, the apparel that the fighters wear, from the shorts and the walkout uh, shirts, if you will, and, and that in itself, can people purchase this already? The Titan with the Titan SC logo, the same stuff that the fighters come out to. They they can actually purchase these at the event right now. Uh, like I said, this this kind of happened relatively quickly in the sense that uh, we were really uh, developed. We we have a brand developed, but. We had so many requests from fighters to do their apparel, and we have a few schools that have been asking us to do stuff for them that we kind of put our own website kind of on the back burner, which, I mean, it's, it's a good and a bad. You know, it's good because, I mean, people want to wear a brand that's bad because we 
we don't have the still the presence and the platform that we need, but we are diligently working on it. Uh, so as of now, it'll be on the it'll be available at the sites, and then probably here in about two weeks. I mean, before the next fight, you'll be able to get this stuff online. You know, so you'll be able to get any any of the time any of the time FC gear as well as our art of motion gear. It's all branded together. It's co-branding. Uh, you know, we, we really want to want to make sure that the T-shirts that we made was a quality that people want to wear, and, and that's proven true. And, I mean, everybody everybody loves the shirts, the T-shirts that would come out for the fans, and then training gear on the fighters has been has been great. So we've got amazing feedback. Yeah, and I can attest to that. I have one of the Titanist T-shirts and the Art uh, in Motion Apparel T-shirt, and, and the quality, man, is, it's smooth, and it fits it, it just has the right fit, you know. It's, like, it's not like those T-shirts that, that you know, wind blows yeah, and you're like, baggy, yeah, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. It's, it's to the Bacon point, right? To the point, and, and it's actually great. So, some of the designs, uh, can you tell us some of these designs that you're working on? Of course, you got the Titan FC, but what, what are some of the stuff that people can anticipate? Are you going to be like this type of clothing? line that puts things up every uh season uh what is the outlook for the for the the apparel right our plan is you know first and foremost we still we were born uh, obviously uh, we're a miami brand and we're extremely proud of that we were born as a as a jiu-jitsu line that's where where we started and it was basically master master leon barrocos was my partner is a world champion jiu-jitsu practitioner under um under the under cyborg and so it, it was him basically looking for something that that fit right and held up and had great quality. So him and I met, and I, I had the vision of of developing a line of of combat sports. I've, I've wrestled since I was young. That was a sport I did, and I just transitioned into into jujitsu under Master Leon. Uh, he's actually my coach. Uh, so it, it it was born from that, and it it started as rash guards and compression shorts, grappling shorts. We're, our goal is to develop it into a, a lifestyle brand, which we have with our T-shirts and the message that we're that we're conveying, which is, you know, aim for greatness in all you do. Uh, and it's like I told people, I mean, you don't have to be in combat sports. You could be you could be a black belt in anything in business. You could be a black belt as a radio host. You could be a black belt as a father and a mother in anything you do. You know, so that lifestyle and the message that we're 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 conveying is all about is all about positivity, positivity and. and for greatness and you know you have a goal and you keep working at it till you get there so um, the, the product really is for the most part right now it's, it's rash guards uh, compression shorts spats uh, sports bras for women uh, uh, compression shorts for women everything we're doing is men and women and then um, you know the t-shirts which is incorporating the lifestyle the lifestyle aspect of it but we'll, we'll start coming out with some some board shorts and, and things along those lines so that you know, it's not just training gear. It's stuff that you can wear, you know, nice shorts that you can wear out. You can wear to the beach. You can wear just to hang out. So it, it'll continue to evolve and grow. Uh, as of now, we've been so focused on the fight side of it because we sponsored a lot of fighters. But um, the, the future is, is is bright. You know, we want to be want to be big. We want to be a house a household name. Um, so that's that's where that's what we're shooting for. That's what we're aiming for. So when will can we expect uh, some new material, some new stuff? Are you guys uh, already brainstorming the next uh, release? We are actually. What what what's coming next is you'll see a full line of aim. Like right now, what you see on rash guards, what you see on grappling shorts is is a lot of the labels that we've done for other gents or for a lot of fighters. Right? That's 
it was good because it, it was a platform for us. And, you know, it, we, that's how we started off at Titan was we were sponsoring, you know, five, six, seven fighters. Um, our, our partner, um, which, I, I mean, the name Bean just will probably resonate to a lot of people. Bean is one of our partners, and um, he works for uh, – uh, he's a, basically a, a manager. He manages a lot of fighters. So I was putting uh, our clothes on a lot of his fighters, and that's how we got in, and that's how we were testing the product. Um, but like I said, we, we like you won't find an AIM rash guard yet. You won't find a pair of just AIM uh, fight shorts because we haven't, you know, we have all the designs of our shorts. But now that we're putting all the graphics, all the art on ourselves, so probably within the next two months, you'll start, you'll see our first full release of our full art of motion line, which will be for us to buy our, our shorts, which is just art of motion grappling shorts or compression shorts or rash guards. That's that's what you're gonna see first, and then from there we'll continue to evolve it. And our, our plan um, that we have we have drawn out so far is, you know, like I said, we're a Miami-based brand, and we're very proud of being from Miami and South Florida, 305, the whole life culture, and that will be uh, become evident in our line as it comes out with, you know, some very bold messages, some hidden messages, uh, but you know, the art that we're gonna be putting on our on our official art of motion apparel it will be very cool so i mean i'm mean, excited about it uh, you know two or three months we'll do a full launch you know the t-shirts for titan fc the t-shirts for art of motion uh and then as 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 the next two or three months come around and we got everything done then you'll start seeing a lot of our art of motion product available for sale and um you know we're, we're all you know we own our own factory so our prices will be very competitive, and our quality is going to be second to none. Uh, so I think I think the, the public's really going to like what what we're putting out there. Now I noticed you guys were at the Marlins recently. Uh, any chances we're going to get to see you work with some of the local sports teams as well? I know there's other uh, t-shirt local base t-shirt companies that have uh, ties with the Miami Marlins or the Miami Heat. Uh, one just comes up to mind. I just can't remember the name of it, but they had like a deal with uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, when they produce their t-shirts. So a anything uh, of that sort so we can see in the future? I mean, really, our, our visit to the Martins game was uh, to get Valerie Laurella to throw out the first pitch. You know, we have a lot of good connections between Bean and myself with uh, the Marlins as well as uh, the Miami Heat. So we just we get called in. I think what you'll probably see pretty soon is, uh, is Bean throw out the first pitch at a Martins game, um, which uh, will probably be one of, his, uh, one of the happiest moments of his life. But as far as I mean, I've, I've actually made uniforms, uh, basketball uniforms for for Dwayne, like Dwayne Wade's, uh, uh, like a little team that that he has on the side that he does like some tournaments that that him and his and his dad and his brother uh, run. But as far as uh, franchising and stuff, that's for for now, which is with everything we have going on, it's that's that's something that's tough just because we we have so much on our plate right now. I mean. You never know what the future holds. I, I would love, I would love to be able to do something along those lines. I mean, so many things have happened already. Uh, for actually the last Titan FC fight, at Titan FC 54, Bean and I were able to to host Dana White on his uh, on his show. He was filming in Little Havana. Bean and I are the ones that set it up, and you know, so there's a lot of things that are that are coming up that that are happening that that are amazing for our brand and for our exposure and and our platform and everything that we're trying to do. So, I mean, you never know. I mean, I, I, I leave all the doors open, and I, I love to do business, and if I could do anything with a local team, it would be amazing, and I'd be over the moon to do it. So, so hopefully, I mean, we'll see. You never know. 
Well, Sergio, I want to thank you so much and uh, make sure you check out uh, Sergio and the gang of Art in Motion Apparel at the next Titan SC show uh, in June. And you can purchase your own uh, t-shirts right there. And Not only the t-shirts, are you going to have the compressed shorts there for on sale as well? Uh, for the next one, um, I'm trying to get a few uh, of the compression shir uh, shorts and shirts and maybe some of the grappling stuff that some of the fighters are doing. So if there's any fight fans there that that uh, would like to wear some of the stuff to train, you know, the, the, the stuff is, I mean, obviously if it's good enough for, for these fighters to wear inside the cage and while they train, um, it's good enough to put it away. I mean, these, the, the stuff is battle-tested and it, it holds up and it, it's long-term and it's durable and it's comfortable, high quality. So um, if, if we don't have it at the next, at the, at the June, we'll have it at the August one. We'll have some stuff, uh, some of the fight apparel, which, um, but you know, if I could pull it off and we can get it done for this next fight, we'd love to. I mean, obviously we're still going through the learning process and the learning curve as far as getting stuff for, for the, for the fighters. So I gotta, I gotta be cautious and not overcommit to something because I, you know, the first, the, our, our main goal is to, to have Lexus guys looking amazing. Uh, so that's first and foremost, you know, that's going to be our second go at it. We did our first one, we pulled it off without a hitch, which was amazing, a huge blessing. So hopefully we can do the same thing for for the second event. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just super excited about this opportunity that, that, that Lex gave us. I mean, obviously for him to trust us with with uh, putting a pair on all his fighters is huge. And, I mean, we couldn't be more thankful. And obviously we built a beautiful relationship with Lex and, and Tyne FC and, and Barbie and, and Jeff and the whole team and it's been it's been amazing such an you know it makes things a lot easier than than you would expect it to be you know it's a lot of work but having a, a team like that is just I mean it's priceless really well everyone make sure you visit the Art in Motion uh, table at the next Titan FC June 28th at the Extreme Action Park and follow them on Instagram Art in Motion Apparel that's where they post uh, most of the latest and greatest designs. I noticed that they got some of the. Uh, did you get a T-shirt there? Uh, Yoel Romero's T-shirt. It looks pretty cool. Uh, so make sure you oh, check yeah. that out. Uh, and it's a limited so you, edition. It is. It was just one for the soldiers. I mean, obviously, it's, it's you can wear it year round. It's just Yoel Romero saluting. He's got the flag behind him. So it's just about you know he wanted to send a positive message out to to the the, um, the armed forces and thank them for their service. But obviously, it's a year-round shirt. We just released it now for. Uh, it's a little bit more of a uh, a price the, the price point's a little bit higher just because our goal is to if we sell enough shirts we're giving um, a certain a certain uh, amount to to a good cause for for soldiers so yeah I mean if you go to the, if you go to his Instagram U.S. Romero mm -hmm. um, U.S. Romero's Instagram there's a link in his bio where you can click it'll take you directly to the link where you can order the shirt um, very cool shirts, and then we're, we're going to keep coming out with a few more U.S. Romero shirts. This was a, a limited edition, and from that, from that point on, we'll be doing a few more, and we're going to be having a, a Valerie Laureda shirt as well. So, you know, we've got a lot of great things coming up. We're, we're aligning ourselves with great strategic partners and a lot of great fighters, so we're excited, definitely excited. Awesome, Sergio. Well, thanks so much. We look forward to seeing you at the fights June 28th at the Extreme Action Park, and again, make sure to follow them on uh, Instagram to find out their latest and greatest designs and how you can find out uh, to purchase these great products. Thanks so much, Sergio. Appreciate your time, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Well, there you heard it, guys. Make sure that you uh, head on over to the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale, Florida this Friday. Juan Puerta 
puts his title on the line. You got also another title. It's actually a vacant title between Erwin Rivera and Matt Waggy uh, Waggy uh, going at it one on one. The Beast returns after uh, a knockout victory, which he was just just recently this year. But the, the cool thing about this is that he got that knockout after overcoming a leg injury. Basically, he broke his leg. He came back, knocked out his his foe, which was Lazar Stajadinovich, and now he gets a title shot. Uh, the vacant title against Matt Waggy, and, and Matt is no joke. He's a serious guy. He took on Adir Materi um, last time around, and Matt just looks phenomenal inside the cage. So this, my friends, is going to be a fight. And Irwin can stand and bang, and so can Matt. So expect fireworks in this fight, and it's all for the title, right there, smack in the middle. And hey, you never know. You never know if any one of these guys can head next to perhaps the UFC, Bellator, or any of the other companies. So keep your eye on this. And if you are unable to make it to the fights, no worries. UFC Fight Pass is where you can see it live and in color on the streaming service. And I suggest you really go because not only are you going to get to see the great fights, but you'll be able to buy yourself a Titan FC t-shirt of provided or made from, created by are in motion apparel. Only place you can get it is at the fights themselves. So if you are in South Florida, get your butts to the Extreme Action Park this Friday. We love to see you there. Luis the Young Tiger Gomez also will be taking on Chase Hooper. Chase Hooper is undefeated. This guy looks very promising and Luis Gomez needs that victory as uh, recently he's been on that losing column so he needs to chase some uh, some wins there after being the former champion in Titan FC, but he needs that win desperately, and Chase Hooper is no slouch, he's an undefeated guy, young guy, it's going to be a very, very, very competitive fight between these two, alright, well we hope to see you this Friday at Titan FC, uh, gosh, it's just the, 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 the names on this fight card, Kaya Uruguay, another badass who had a, a title uh, opportunity will be competing as well jared gooden and the list goes on and on we hope to see you this friday at titan fc in fort lauderdale you don't want to miss it okay so talking some mma it turns out that well mma has been banned or for the most part right now is illegal uh in france but that now has changed because as of january 1st 2020 mixed martial arts will officially be legal as a professional and amateur sports practice in France uh, within the framework of defined by the sports government in that country. As of right now, in 2015, it says two members of France's parliament issued a report recommending the sport be regulated, but France's government subsequently banned events using a cage with strikes on the ground. So now that is going to change because... MMA is legal in France next year. And Dana White, yes, Dana White, the president of the United, uh, UFC, has stated that he was just waiting for that opportunity because he has promised a show to the French. Well, the top story of the weekend, and mind you, there were a whole bunch of fights this weekend from Bellator, uh, the UFC, a whole long list. But then you had Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships that took place in Tampa this weekend and had a lot of hype because, well, Paul Malignati, Malignati, Nagi, 
who is a boxing commentator and, and was a champion in boxing as well. He took on Artem Labov. And Artem is a former mixed martial artist. He's in the UFC. Yeah, didn't do all that. But hey, you know, he competed. And he was a, a champion as well in, in other sports. But there's been a lot of beef, a lot of talk, a lot of stuff that these two talked. And at last they had the opportunity to bury the hatchet and, 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 and duke it out inside this ring. The bare knuckle fighting championship ring. Needless to say, Paul came out there very cocky, talking smack, spitting on the face of Martin LaBeouf. But you know what? Paul lost that fight, unanimous decision. Now he said that he blames it on some poor officiating. And at the same time, that really, at the time he said he was retired, but he came out of retirement for this. And in my opinion, he was just hoping that he would defeat Arnold LaBeouf because... He was thinking that maybe one day he would get that fight against Conor McGregor in bare knuckle fighting. Because if you remember, when Conor was training against uh, for the fight with uh, Floyd Mayweather, he was training with Paul. And Paulie was his sparring partner. So, both Artem, which is boys with Conor McGregor, went at this fight. The Bob went great. And Polly, well, Polly didn't go so well. He came out losing. He said he got screwed. Listen, the bottom line is, Polly, it's done. You had your five minutes of MMA fame, if you want to say. You're a boxer defeated by a mixed martial artist. It is what it is. Stick to your commentating. You did a pretty good job when uh, McGregor and Mayweather fought. You're good at it. Stick to it. Better luck next time. Thank you for uh, your performance. And on to the next one. Get over it, dude. But thank you for the fight. Thank you for the fight. As both Artem and Polly shook hands afterwards. Well, it turns out that Jose Aldo, the former champion, has signed a new multi-year UFC deal. That means that the Brazilian will be retiring, we hope, whenever that day comes, with the UFC not with any other company, as we have seen in the past. Many of the, some of these guys, like Lyoto Mashida, uh, Roy Nelson, and other guys have gone and defected to Bellator. But that is not the case for Jose Aldo, because the guy can still bring it. And he signed a multi-year contract with the UFC, so he is not going anywhere, which is great. Hey, I know we always talk a little bit about sports here, but when it announced that Hailstorm and Godsmack will be on tour, they're heading over to... Right here, West Palm Beach in October. And that's just one thing that gets me irate. I want to see this band, and I know I'm just being a punk and a little prick for saying this, but can we try to do it on a weekend? The contract's on a Tuesday. I know you try to fit all of the, you know, many times as you can, but by God, I would have loved to see the Hillstorm once again with Godsmack, but it's on a Tuesday. But either way, who am I, right? I don't make these choices here. If you do get a chance, head on over and check that concert out uh, at the Chorus Guy Amphitheater in West Palm Beach. That is in October. We also have Crown the Empire coming in August. You want to check that out at the Revolution Live. And uh, we'll be heading, uh, finding more information as far as upcoming concerts. So make sure you tune in here to the podcast. Um, gosh, 
so many good stuff out there. Uh, it's unbelievable. You've got Slipknot coming up very soon with a new album. We've heard uh, so many good reviews about this upcoming album, and I just can't wait. I really can't wait until they release this thing. Uh, because according to Corey Taylor, it is probably the furthest we've pushed the we've we meaning Slipknot pushed the boundaries of creativity and experimentation. We will find out when it is released in the not so uh, long distant future of August 9th. So we got some time. So stay, stay, stay very patient as we will be getting some new Slipknot. Okay, well that's pretty much it for this uh, episode of the Roman Show. We hope to. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, we hope to see you this Friday at the Extreme Action Park for Titan FC 55. Two titles on the line, live on UC Fight Pass. We'll catch you right here on the Roman Show. You haven't been on, you haven't been heard. <laughs>